Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to continue my series with Harold Evans of Arena Technologies on water quality. And we're going to talk in this episode about the LSI index. And Harold Evans is going to go over um, some of the reasons why you should be using the LSI index and also point out um, some situations where you may think your water is balanced when it's actually not. And the only way to really know is by using the LSI index. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So in the previous podcast, I was talking to Harold Evans about high cyanuric acid level, and then we transitioned pretty quickly into the LSI and how where you may think you are having... You may think that your pool's balanced when it's actually not, um, but actually when Harold explains it, it'll, it'll actually make a lot more sense. So the conversation kind of starts not really in the middle of a conversation, but we were talking about cyanuric acid levels in the pool, and you kind of jump right in to um, the LSI and properly balancing your pool using the LSI. So um, we're going to jump right in here, and you're going to see where this conversation is leading at this point. Yeah, so... Um, I guess the bottom line out of all that is that the LS the LSI is um, critical in balancing the water, and it should not be ignored. And a lot of guys in the industry do not check the LSI when they're doing water testing. Well, most uh, retailers that you go to, including the national brands out there, uh, don't recognize the saturation index as part of their strategy, and I think that's changing. Yeah, uh, and it better and it better if we're going to provide services to people, we better protect them from themselves. And if somebody's going on the vice of a professional, whether it's a retailer or a person testing a pool in the backyard, and the saturation index is being overlooked, we're creating a consequence of monumental outcome, Mm -hmm. Uh, ruining heaters, ruining uh, uh, pumps, ruining plaster surfaces. So this is not a casual conversation. This saturation index, and and the great thing about saturation index is the more you go off or, and by the way, treating a salt pool is very different than treating a, a non-salt pool, and that's factored in the LSI. Part of the TDS and salt coupled together in the saturation index changes the way you manage water. Mm-hmm. So whether it's cyanuric acid or if it's calcium levels in the pool or if it's water temperature, these are all critical inputs to know in order – to accomplish the perfection of this professional outcome in water chemistry. Us managing the LSI will more responsibly serve our customers and protect our equipment and our surfaces. And it's a simple concept that we have to change as an industry. There's not a retailer Mm -hmm. on the planet that should not be able to recognize what the saturation index is and the impact that it's going to have, because we could easily tell somebody to drive down their pH for efficiency in the winter and giving them a license to ruin their pool. 
So overlooking the, the saturation index is like not having a gas gauge on your car hmm. and guessing how many miles you're going to drive before it craps out. I think that's we an important say, <clears throat> we, we say to people, the saturation index is the stopwatch for your water. If you want to know the speed with which your water is behaving on the corrosion index, the LSI is the measurement tool to figure that out. The stopwatch for determining the safety of water is ORP and the speed of killing. Both serve. You can't argue with the stopwatch. Mm -hmm. If the stopwatch says it, then you got to figure out how to manage it. So in the future, I see more and more and more automation of pool equipment. And you pool service people out there don't see this as a risk to your business. If, you're, if your relationship is that fragile, you're probably worse off than you think. But the reality is the consumer wants to know their water is safe. And ORP is another mechanism to ensure that we don't have something go undetected in between our visits. A weekly identification of water chemistry in itself is not enough. Electronically measuring water over time is the future. And it's not a substitute for testing. It's a triangulation of a process. The more ways we validate something, the more confidence we have that it's appropriate. And the more you educate yourself as a pool professional in this regard, you become more valuable. Mm -hmm. The biggest problem in the pool industry is available, talented labor. And education is your get out of jail card for understanding that. So the more you recognize that, embrace that, the better you're going to be as a professional and the more qualified for a elevation in your income that you become as a person. Mm -hmm. That your ability to maintain LSI at a 7.2 pH is very difficult. In the winter, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. So we're going we're gonna to now – and here's the thing. Most of the rules of water chemistry, the range rules that we've been taught, I'll, I'll just say this. Range chemistry can ruin a swimming pool, factually. I can show you, no matter the season, and our calculator will teach you that, that your range chemistry, acceptable chemistry, can ruin a pool winter and summer, guarantee. And so rules aren't meant to be broken necessarily, but they're, they need to be interpreted. And what we're trying to say at Arenda is LSI first – range chemistry second. We're not disregarding range chemistry. We're saying that the saturation index is going to account for all these factors, for temperature, for cyanuric acid, for calcium levels, for alkalinity and pH. These are all factors that are in that measurement tool. So if you look at an overriding strategy of water chemistry management, the saturation index is the most bulletproof way to manage water. Hmm. And when you look at how calcium can allow your water to remain more stable, here's what I tell people. pH and alkalinity can change in seconds. Calcium remains the same in the water. So if you have a balanced pool that has a, say, 250 calcium loading in the water, play around with a calculator and see for yourself. You can maintain a more consistent chemistry in a pool with a balance of calcium that then protects your equipment and your surfaces and make your job easier. And let me just tell the, the service techs out there, how many of us have come to a pool that – let me just say this, back up. So this is a physics law that 
water wants to equalize with the atmospheric condition of the air and the water together. We know that when water cascades over a waterfall, that it's going to off-gas CO2, and that CO2 is going to control the chemistry of that pool. So why is it any surprise to anyone that outside of artificial means chemically altering it, that all water wants to seek equilibrium and the atmospheric condition of CO2 in the atmosphere and the CO2 in the water, that equalizing point is 8.2. And that's as high as your pH will go to equalize with the atmosphere. So when you go out to a pool and you find that that pool's eight plus, that water did exactly what it was supposed to. It, it sought equilibrium with the air around it, the atmosphere. And the only other way it's going to go higher than that is if you have a salt generator putting caustic soda in the pool or you're putting bicarb or soda ash in the pool, artificially changing that. Mm-hmm. And so we know that our pools are going to seek A2 and we leave them. And we treat them on a weekly basis. Now, you say to yourself, well, I can solve that problem. I'm just going to jack this pH down. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to teach this water a lesson. And you know what's going to happen? It's just like a rubber band. When you pull that rubber band further back, does it slap you harder? Of course it does. By the time you leave that pool and you added more acid to that pool than you need to. That pool will seek A2 faster than it would have at 7.8. And here's the concept when we train people that we talk about all the time. If you have a 20,000-gallon pool, this is the most universally misunderstood and abused chemistry in the pool industry. If you have a pool at 8.0 and it's 20,000 gallons and you want to get that pool to 7.5, how much acid do you think that pool needs? Now, if you use the calculator, you'll know exactly what it is. But the most common answer is half a gallon or more. You know what the answer is? It's 28 ounces. Hmm. So if you put half a gallon, which is twice as much acid as you should have put in a pool to begin with, what's the true pH of your pool? Six, nine. So that pool that you thought you were correcting by guessing by your habit and you over acidified that water. Now the recoil of that water to seek A2 is going to happen like a lightning speed over a drift up it might get over aeration in time. So us overcompensating chemically and artificially pushing pHs up and down in our pools has a lot to do with the damage that we're doing to surfaces. Acid needs to be diluted before it's poured into a pool. And if it's not, it's going to sink because it's heavier than water and it's going to etch. And not only do you put too much acid in the pool, but you put it in in front of a return with a pump on and it sinks to the floor and there's dye tests that prove it. Now you've etched the surface and you've artificially lowered your LSI. So if you look at your saturation index and you think your saturation index is taking to 7.5, but in fact you overload it with acid, it goes to 6.9. Now you look at your saturation index. It's eating the hide out of your pool. Now the good news is that it's going to go up pretty quick, so it's only going to do temporary damage. But the point is you accomplished nothing. You wasted chemicals unnecessarily thinking that you're going to seek revenge with this water when this stubborn water is going to seek its equilibrium. And so one of the things that we've got to understand in the recreational water business is this manipulation of chemistries that we go up and down on the wasteful practice of putting these additives in pools that we don't need to. If we seek a tighter range of LSI correction when we treat water, 
then we're going to have less byproducts. What's the key word in, in, in bicarb? It's sodium bicarbonate. So what's in sodium bicarbonate? Salt. So if you, what does acid do? Acid takes alkalinity out of the pool. So it's kind of the guy with his finger pointed in two different directions. So we're seeking artificially things that our water doesn't want to do. If, if you come to a pool and you show a balanced saturation index and you're treating a pool in the winter, and you show a green zone on our saturation index of balance, why adjust that water? Mm-hmm. Why artificially drive down that pH and waste chemistries with something that's going to destroy your surface while you're doing it? And we've all done it. I've done it. I, I'm, I regret telling you that I've corrected thousands of pools out of the saturation index thinking I was following the proper rules of our industry. So the cyanuric acid discussion goes much deeper than cyanuric acid. It goes into the whole saturation index complex. And all of these factors are accounted for you if you're managing your pool to the LSI versus these range rules that you seek uh, Mm -hmm. in the industry. So I know that was a little bit complicated, the LSI and all the things that Harold was going over. Um, Definitely, if you want to learn more about the saturation index, um, you can go to their site, um, arendatech.com, and then you can look up their resources that they have, um, which they have many of them, on the LSI index and how to properly use it. And, of course, you can from their site, you can download the app, and the app will um, help you calculate um, the LSI in a pool and let you know um, what you need to do to adjust and balance that water correctly. And I highly recommend putting the app on your phone or device that way you can properly balance the LSI in a pool. And if you wanted to hear the other podcasts in the series, you can definitely find them on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, I mean, you can click on the link to the podcast on my website, and then you can um, go over the other episodes that we um, covered here um, and listen to the episodes prior to this where we talked about phosphates, enzymes, <clears throat> high cyanuric acid, which kind of ties into this LSI episode here. And, of course, the introduction episode that we, when we went over the Arenda education and all the products that they carry. Um, you can find all of those links also in this podcast description here. Um, I encourage you to listen to all the podcasts in the series so that you can get um, fully educated and maybe listen to them more than once so you can kind of get the information out of them again. Um, but their video sources and their blogs are also a great way um, to learn more about how Arenda um, is changing the way we actually look at uh, pool water chemistry and how um, the LSI is an integral part of balancing your pool water. And if you do pool service for a living and you want to enhance your business or you're just starting out, you definitely want to check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. For $10 a month, you can call me in real time. And for $20 a month, you, I mean, for $10 a month, you can text me. And for $20 a month, you can call me in real time. Plus, there's a great group app where Harold is part of, and you can actually post questions in there, and um, we'll be happy to answer the questions for you in that group app. Again, you can learn more about the coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.
Real quick, if you're not using pool server software, try skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.